Welcome to Create Your Life Radio. I'm your host, Laura Likes. Is life whizzing by you at about 90 miles a minute and periodically smacking you in the head? And you'd like to change that? Then this is the show for you. In fact, why don't you briefly close your eyes? Unless, of course, if you're driving. Don't do it if you're driving. But otherwise, close your eyes and just mentally unplug. The next 15 minutes are really here for you. You can create your life, and you can stop being a victim of your circumstances. And I'm here to give you a blueprint for that. Of course, it's not the only blueprint, and it's not the only way to do it. But it's my best thinking from my years as a life coach and a student of transformation and personal and spiritual growth. We just have a short time together today, just about 15 minutes. And so I'm asking you to listen actively and to make this an important relationship. After all, I'm your personal life coach for the next few minutes, and I'm really committed to you coming away with something valuable. So what I mean by listen actively is I'd like you to call to mind something that you're facing currently, something that's a little bit of an issue or where you're feeling a little bit stuck or unsure, and then listen to the show today not just to get some good ideas, but to see what you can take away today to use to impact that issue right here and right now. So get something in mind right now. The nugget from last week was that the best thing you can do for the world is to fill yourself up and create a great life for yourself. That it's your job and it's not anybody else's job to get what you need and to pursue happiness and to create your life. If you missed that show and you'd like to hear a recording, you can go to www.createyourliferadio.com and find it on the archives page. This week, we're going to continue looking at how to get in touch with what you truly want so that you can bring that into your life. That's how you create your life and have a life that you're excited to be living. So the nugget for this week is that there are concrete ways to practice getting better at this, and we're going to talk about some of those today. So it might be that you're kind of in the habit of going with the flow of life and what other people around you want, because believe me, if you don't have intention and make a plan about what you want and are creating your life, other people's intentions and other people's ideas are just going to overwhelm you and carry you along. And you're going to find yourself being 80 years old and saying, gee, how did I get here? And so that's really the purpose of this show, is to not have that happen. We really want you to have access to what you want. And you can change that habit if you've been in that habit of going with the flow and what other people want. And it's a very similar to the way that you would change any kind of habit, by setting an intention, by practicing, being persistent. And that's something we'll talk about more um, deeply and more specifically in another future show about changing a habit. But I just wanted to kind of plant that seed there. All right, so think about this scenario. If you were going to go to dinner with a friend and they ask you, well, what do you want to eat tonight? And you say, oh, I don't care. Anything's fine. You said that before, haven't you? I bet you have. And then what if they say, well, okay, let's eat Chinese food. And you say, oh, I don't know, I'm not really in the mood for Chinese food. Well, you realize you do have an opinion. You do have something to say about that. And maybe you just needed some help narrowing it down by hearing a possibility. But uh, maybe you just needed to get more comfortable with expressing an idea that you had. You know, for some reason, we tend to think it's more polite to not want anything specific and to always defer to what other people want. But that's just kind of crazy. How can be being a doormat be being polite? And more than that, how can you ever create a great life that way? 
It's really a recipe for building up resentments, which is certainly not a path to happiness, and that doesn't create happiness in other people, too. If you think, well, I'm going to sacrifice myself to make them happy, that dynamic of resentments is going to sabotage it for both people. So as I said last week, creating your life doesn't mean always getting your own way. And it's great to help others to get what they want. That's very satisfying. But there really needs to be a balance. If you're mostly helping other people to have what they want at your own expense, you're going to have a tough time creating your life. So it's only impolite to know what you want if you're routinely forcing that on other people against their will. If you're holding it kind of lightly as a preference, what could be impolite about that? So what do I mean by that, holding it lightly as a preference? Well, holding it lightly means that you'd like something to go in a certain way, but your happiness is not going to be destroyed if it doesn't. This is just a really powerful way to go around in the world. It's not always easy to achieve. It's kind of a dance and kind of a balance, but it's something that's really worth working at getting better at. The very best example that I can think of of this is the Dalai Lama. He always has a smile on his face. Every picture you see of him, he's beaming and he just looks like the happiest guy in the world. And you know that he is passionately committed to a free Tibet and that that's a very serious and dire situation and that he cares about it you know, uh, probably more than anything else. But his peace of mind and his enjoyment of life are not hampered by that, that serious situation. So I just uh, think that's a great example of that. You can begin to practice this too. I don't expect you to instantly become the Dalai Lama, but you can start practicing this too by thinking about a situation that's important to you and looking for ways that you can hold it lightly. Okay, so maybe you're up for a promotion and you could really use that extra money. That would really come along with it. Yeah, if you didn't get it, if it went to somebody else, you would be disappointed. But it doesn't have to completely kind of take you out. You can look around and see what other possibilities arise out of not getting what you want. That's, that's a great way to have it not take you out so much. Is to see, well, what else? This door is closing. What other door is opening? In fact, that comes from a famous quote from Helen Keller. When one door of happiness closes, another opens, but often we look so long at the closed door that we do not see the one that's open to us. Boy, I can't tell you the number of times that not getting what I thought I wanted turned out to be the very best outcome that presented me with something that was much, much better than what I had originally intended. Um, When I was a younger life coach, I had planned to go to work for someone who'd been my teacher and my mentor for a while. And then very quickly the situation changed in a dramatic way and I was just feeling kind of lost at sea. Felt like the rug had been pulled out from under me. And after a couple days of stewing in that, I realized that when all your plans fall apart, what you've got is a blank slate. And that when you have nothing, that means you're open to anything and that you can create something completely new. And so that's what I did. I opened my own coaching practice instead. And I realized that sometimes it takes falling out of the nest to realize that you can fly on your own. Now, it doesn't mean that I wasn't really distressed at the time, because I was. But having had that happen in a very dramatic way like that a couple of times in my life, I'm starting to get a better handle on that. That when a, a different outcome than I'd originally planned comes around, 
I remember those examples and I tell myself, remember last time when you thought this was the worst thing and it turned out to be the best? Maybe that's going to be this time too. And that really helps me get through it. And I'll bet you have at least one of those examples in your life as well, where something you thought was a disaster turned out to be the best thing that could have happened. So let's go back to that idea of practicing getting in touch with what you want with a food illustration. So when you and your friend finally agree on a restaurant to eat, and you come over and the server says, and what would you like to eat? What if you said to them, food? Well, that's probably not going to get you very far, is it? And even if you narrowed it down to meat, your poor server is going to be really stressed and confused, and you're probably not going to get something for dinner that, that really appeals to you. So the more specific you are, the more likely you are to actually get something that you enjoy. If you say, I'd like a filet mignon cooked medium well with some Bernays sauce on it, that might be something that you would really enjoy. You'd say, but I've never had Bernays sauce before. How do I know if I like Bernays sauce? Well, with some things you just have to experiment and find out. And I'm not just talking about with food here. If you haven't had a lot of experience of getting to try out, what do I really like? Who am I? What's important to me? There are lots of opportunities that don't have a lot of risk for trying something new. And then you can come up with ones that are maybe just a little bit more edgy. Try on a few hats and just see which one suits you. You know, If you don't already have a good sense of what you want, that's a really good way to learn. And you can start with, with kind of basic things and then move on up. So here's another idea for getting another exercise that you can do to practice getting in touch with what you want. And it's really simple and I think enjoyable too. You could go take a bath. So you're starting to fill the bathtub and you say to yourself, do I want more water or do I want less? Do I want the water to be warmer or cooler? Do I want bubbles? Do I want bath salts or just plain water? If you pick bath salts, do you want lavender or do you want, you know, lily of the valley? So this is the kind of choice that most people probably make fairly automatically. But when you practice with something like this that's kind of basic, it helps you get more in touch with asking yourself, what do I want? Because uh, it may be that that's not something that's very natural. So another kind of basic option for this would be making a sandwich. You want white bread or wheat? Do you like mustard or mayo? Ham or turkey? Do you want cheese? What kind of cheese? So you see where I'm going with this? If you're aware of the mundane things, it makes it easier to be aware in other kinds of situations. So you might even do a little prep work in your mind before you're going into a discussion or a situation where in the past you haven't really factored yourself in. You know, maybe you're planning a family trip or you've got a work project. Think ahead of time about what's most important to you. What do you really want to have that you're not very excited about compromising about? And what are you willing to negotiate and compromise over? And what are the things that you really have no preference about that somebody else could totally have it their way and it would be fine? Sometimes actually knowing what you don't want is a good place to start. Helps you to get a better handle on what you might actually want. If I were going to go buy a new car, I would not want to look at manual transmissions because although I can drive a stick shift, I don't really like to. 
and I prefer cars that are white or black or gray or silver, just very basic neutral colors. So that rules out a whole bunch of choices right there. I don't want a car that seats less than four adults comfortably. As I'm looking at all these things I don't want, it's telling me a whole lot about what I do want. Of course, you don't want to focus on the negative on a regular basis, but if you look at that as, well, the flip side of that is what I do want, then you can use it as a tool and then start to focus on, on the positive parts. So now that you know a lot more about identifying what you want, don't forget to share that with those around you because unless you happen to be living or working for the amazing Kreskin, you're going to be pretty frustrated and unsatisfied unless you're able to convey those wants. You know, people can't read your mind. Um, and remember, asking is not the same as demanding. Demanding means you're insisting on having it your way. You're going to be very, very upset if you don't get it. This is getting into the, the realm of the diva. This is not where we want to go. Asking is just a way of expressing your preference. Sure, you might be a little disappointed if you don't get it. It's not going to ruin your day. We're channeling the Dalai Lama here. As I said before, this is a really powerful way to go through life. You're expressing your preferences, willing to compromise on things, totally go with someone else's preference at times. So to recap, the nugget of the day is to practice getting in touch with your preferences in mundane situations and in simple ways, so that when it comes time to do that in more important situations, you're going to be ready. Hold those preferences lightly, and you're well on your way to creating your life. Tune in next week to Create Your Life Radio, when we'll be talking about celebration and gratitude as a tool for having a life by design, rather than a life that just happens by circumstances. Until then, this has been Laura Likes. Have a good day and a great life. This program has been brought to you today by Great Door, coaching, training, and resources for coaches, healers, and other helping professionals. You were there for others. I am there for you. Visit greatdoor.net for more information about the six-element clarity for coaches and other helping professionals coaching structure designed to have you better understand your strengths and values so that you can move forward quickly on your goals.